catechesis was St. John Paul II. Advent Papa Wojtyła's Catechesis on Wednesday the 29th of November, 1978 Even if the liturgical time of Advent only begins next Sunday, from today I desire to speak about this cycle. We are by now accustomed to the term Advent. We know what it means, but precisely by the fact that we are so familiar with it, we perhaps do not come to understand or the richness that this concept contains. Advent means coming. Thus we must ask ourselves, who is it that comes? And for whom does he come? To this question we immediately find the response. Even children know that it is Jesus who comes, for them and for all men. He comes one night to Bethlehem. He is born in a grotto, which serves as a stable for the animals. Children know this, so too do adults who participate in the children's joy, and who, on Christmas night, seem to become children too. Nevertheless, many are the questions that are asked. Man has the right, and even the duty, to question so as to know. There are also those who doubt, and although they participate in the joy of Christmas, seem strangers to the truth that it contains. Precisely for this reason we have the time of Advent, so that every year we can penetrate anew into this essential truth of Christianity. The truth of Christianity corresponds to two fundamental realities which we can never lose sight of. They are both closely connected. It is precisely this link, so intimate that one reality seems to explain the other, that is the characteristic note of Christianity. The first reality is called God, the second, man. Christianity arises from a particular reciprocal relationship between God and man. In recent times, especially during the Second Vatican Council, it was discussed at length whether such a relationship was theocentric or anthropocentric. There will never be a satisfactory answer to this question if we continue to consider the two terms of the question separately. In fact, Christianity is anthropocentric precisely because it is fully theocentric, and at the same time it is theocentric thanks to its singular anthropocentrism. But it is precisely the mystery of the Incarnation which, by itself, explains this relationship. And it is for this reason that Christianity is not only a religion of Advent, but Advent itself. Christianity lives the mystery of the real coming of God to man, and constantly throbs and pulsates with this reality. It is simply the very life of Christianity. It is about a reality, both profound and simple, that is close to the understanding and sensibility of every man, and above all of the one who, on Christmas night, knows how to become a child. Not in vain did Jesus once say, 
If you do not become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. So as to understand in depth this twofold reality with which Christianity throbs and pulsates every day, it is necessary to go back to the very beginnings of revelation, indeed almost to the beginnings of human thought. At the beginnings of human thought there can be different conceptions. The thought of each individual has its own history in his life from childhood. However, in speaking of the beginning, I do not intend so much to deal with the history of thought. I wish instead to note that at the very basis of thought, that is, at its sources, is found the concept of God and the concept of man. Sometimes they are covered by a layer of many other different concepts, in particular in today's civilization of materialist and also technocratic reification. But that does not mean that these concepts do not exist, or that they are not at the basis of our thought. Even the most elaborate atheistic system makes sense only if it is presupposed that it knows the meaning of the idea of theos, that is to say, God. In this regard, the pastoral constitution of Vatican II rightly teaches us that many forms of atheism derive from the lack of an adequate rapport with this concept of God. Thus they are, or at least they can be, negations of something, or rather of someone, other, which does not correspond to the true God. Advent, at the liturgical time of the ecclesial year, takes us back to the beginnings of Revelation. And precisely at the beginnings, we encounter immediately the fundamental link between these two realities, God and man. Taking in hand the first book of sacred scripture, that is, Genesis, we begin by reading the words, Beresit bara, in the beginning he created. There then follows the name of God, which in this biblical text sounds Elohim. In the beginning he created, and the one who created is God. These three words constitute, as it were, the threshold of revelation. At the beginning of the book of Genesis, God is not only defined with the name Elohim, other parts of this book also use the name Yahweh. The verb created speaks even more clearly of him. This verb, in fact, reveals God, who God is. It expresses his substance, not so much in itself as parapour with the world, that is, with all the creatures subject to the laws of time and space. The circumstantial complement in the beginning indicates God as the one who is before this beginning who is not limited either by time or space, and who creates, that is, who gives beginning to everything that is not God, that which constitutes the visible and invisible world, according to Genesis, the heaven and the earth. In this context, the verb created says of God firstly that he himself exists, that he is, that he is the fullness of being, that such fullness manifests itself as omnipotence, and that this omnipotence is both wisdom and love. 
The first sentence of sacred scripture tells us all this about God. In this way, the concept of God is formed in our intellect if we refer to the beginnings of Revelation. It would be significant to examine the rapport between the concept of God, as we find it at the beginnings of Revelation, with that which we find at the bases of human thought, even in the case of the negation of God, that is, of atheism. But today I do not intend to develop this subject. I wish instead to note that at the beginnings of Revelation, in the same book of Genesis, and this already in the first chapter, we find the fundamental truth about man, whom God, Elohim, creates in his image and likeness. We read, in fact, God said, Let us make man in our image, in the likeness of ourselves. And further on, God created man in the image of himself. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. I will return to the problem of man next Wednesday, but today already I must point out this particular relationship between God and his image, that is to say, man. This relationship illuminates us on the very bases of Christianity. It also allows us to give a fundamental answer to two questions. First, what does Advent mean? Second, why precisely is Advent part of the very substance of Christianity? I leave these questions to your reflection. We will return to them more than once in our future meditations. The reality of Advent is full of the deepest truth about God and man.